Well, good morning. I greet you all in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as we come for worship on this celebration of Carmen United Church. 117 years at this place, One Clyde Avenue, but also hundreds of years of presence here in Sydney Mines. So thank you and welcome. Welcome to our friends from St. John's who have joined us today. It's so good to see you with us. And I invite everyone to stay for light lunch after the service if you're so inclined. There's a lot going on today. We have a lot of wonderful music and, and maybe even a good sermon, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, we, we look forward to celebrating our history today, but also considering our future as well. Not too many announcements that'll draw your attention to today. We have our church council meeting coming up and lots of notice for that on the 21st. Uh, the 26th will be our light-up service, a memorial light-up service at 7 p.m. because we're gonna make Advent one a week early this year so november 26th for those who have trouble with the steps the ramp is open so please use the ramp for your convenience also we do try to support our schools and the food bank as much as we can here at carmen there's a list of what the schools are looking for in your bulletin and we will collect them next week as well as collect money for the food bank so they can purchase what they need to serve our community any other announcements to share today? Ron, you get anything to share for people at St. John's? I don't. Maybe okay. someone else has. Yeah. Okay. Any other announcements to share today? Let's just take a moment to quiet our hearts then as we prepare to worship our God this day. We relate our Christ candle this morning to recognize that Jesus Christ is always with us wherever we may be. But as we gather in this place, he is our focus, he is our guide, and he is our light in this world. Let us join together in our opening prayer, maybe? Yes, opening prayer. Holy God, we come today to celebrate the history of our church. We remember the faithfulness of those who have built this church and served it for many years. We also come today to look forward into our future, the future you are laying for this church and this community. Bless us, O oh God, in our time of worship as we continue to seek you together in this place. Amen. Please be seated.
Let's join our hearts together in a responsive psalm, Psalm 145. Checking because I seem to. Yeah, 145, not 146. Different page. Yeah, 866. Page 866. Sorry. Yeah, typo. <laughs> oh, okay. Here. Okay. We praise you, O God. We bless your holy. Every day we will bless you and praise your name forever. One generation shall praise your works to another and declare your marvelous deeds. I will speak of your splendor and glory and all your wonderful works. We praise you, O God. We bless your You, God, are righteous in all your ways and loving in all your deeds. We are here to all who call to you, to all who call on you in truth. You fulfill the desire of those who revere you. You hear their cry and you save them. You watch over all who love you, but the wicked you will destroy. My mouth will speak your praise, O God. sing together, praise my soul, the God of heaven.
If the children, since children, we're gonna have some coloring and some crafts up here in this corner. If anybody wants to come up, or you know, it doesn't have to be the kids. It's gonna be anybody, I guess. But but there's some crafts and coloring up here in this corner at the little table here. If anybody's interested. Scripture reading this morning is from Matthew 25, verses 35 to 40. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, When did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. This is the word of the Lord.
Now, I should mention, this is the last Sunday morning we'll have Emma, sadly. She's accepted a job with the United Heritage in Sydney, being their organist, so she, she starts this week. So congratulations to you. Let us join our hearts in prayer. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for the gift of so many things. The gift of music, the gift of food, the gift of sharing, the gift of worship and praise. God, we thank you for the gift of life that you have given to us through this church and all of our churches. We ask you to be with us today as we reflect on your word. And so, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. You who are our rock, our strength, and our redeemer. Amen. Well, there's a lot going on at Carmen today. We're in the middle of a lovely anniversary service. Uh, we're going to have a little bite to eat in the hall afterwards. Then we transform or, or, or transition the church to prepare for a funeral this afternoon. And it's going to be a very large funeral, which will have its own lunch later on. I won't be eating much at home today. But transformation and transitions are part of life, though, right? We're born, we live, we go to school, we work, we retire, we die. Now, I've skipped over some details, but in general, that's what we do in life in North America. There's a lot of finer details that are unique to each and every one of us in our own individual lives. But for the most part, we do those things. We live, we go to school, we work, we retire, we die. We do those things and more. Now, the average lifespan for someone in North America is 75 to 80 years right about now. But those years go by fast, don't they? We're celebrating 117 years here at Carmen. And to me, it feels like yesterday we were celebrating 110. In the grand scheme of creation, the earth was formed about four and a half billion years ago. Humans, as we recognize ourselves today, have been on this earth for less than 200,000 years. So human beings have been on the earth for, one, uh, for four one-thousandths of a percentage of the total lifespan of the earth. And if you think about your average lifespan for a human being, we are here for four tenths of a percent of that. So comparatively, it's less than a blink of an eye how long we are here in comparison to the eternity that the, the world has been. When you think of the blink of an eye being less than one-tenth of a second. Those of you at Carmen know how much I love numbers and statistics, right? When we add in being a Christian and going to church, then we learn that death is not the final transition. We learn that in death we have the opportunity for eternal life, life with God, when we believe in him and we follow his son, Jesus Christ. When we do that, our tiny, tiny little percentage that we are here grows exponentially. And it grows to include eternity with God. So even though there are times on this earth when we feel insignificant or maybe even useless, just think, it's not the length of time we have. It is the quality of the time we have. It's how we use the time we have available to us. Over the last few weeks here at Carmen, we've been talking about 
What does it take to make a strong church, a strong faith? We talked about having a solid foundation, a foundation that is built upon our belief in Jesus Christ and our faith in God. But we also learned that a building is more than a foundation, right? And if you look at the example, for example, those great cathedrals in Europe, you see that those great churches all have pillars. And the pillars hold up the roof and add strength to the structure and hold up the walls and all of that. And so what we've been doing the last few weeks is we're looking at what are the pillars of the church? What are the pillars of a faith built upon Jesus Christ? We recognize that these pillars help hold up our faith and make us strong. Now, the first pillar we looked at was prayer. Now, if Jesus was not the foundation, then you might consider prayer to be the foundation. But without Jesus, there's no need for prayer. Our prayers are built on our foundation, our relationship with Jesus. And they also have great influence on the other parts of the church, the other pillars. The second pillar we looked at was discipleship. Discipleship is the building up of faith in others. It is the teaching and example of our lives, our faith, to help others discover their own faith in Jesus themselves. And today we look at our final pillar of the church, that which makes our churches and our faith strong. And our final pillar is service. In our reading from Matthew 25 today, it comes in the midst of a number of stories that Jesus is telling He's telling to his disciples and those who are gathered around. And it's not long before his arrest. Jesus has taught in the totality of Matthew 25, he has taught about being ready. He has taught about being faithful with the gifts God has given to us. And finally, what we read today. And what we read today is just a small section of a larger story about who will receive the reward in heaven. And just before our reading, Jesus tells us that he will separate the good from the evil. And he tells us how we can tell the difference. Jesus says, come to me and take your inheritance. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you gave me something to wear. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. And Jesus says, people will ask, well, when did I do that for you? And Jesus says, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. So when you feed someone who's hungry, when you give a drink to someone who's thirsty, when you clothe someone, when you take care of someone, when you visit someone in need, whenever you do these things, Jesus says you are doing them for him. And if you do these things, Jesus says, you will inherit a place in the kingdom that he has been preparing since the dawn of time. Now, when you reflect on this, it only makes sense, it only makes sense if you believe who he is. It only makes sense when you build your foundation, when you build your faith on a solid foundation. Because otherwise, what's the point? What is the point of this life? Without Jesus, what is the point? 
Well, you don't need to look far for that answer. The point of life for a world without faith is greed. You get, all, get everything you can for yourself and forget everyone else. Just buy as much as you can to make your life as comfortable as you can. But be aware that this is not the life that Jesus recommends. The funeral we're having this afternoon is for a lovely, generous woman. A woman who worked hard to make sure people enjoyed life, but also had everything they needed, especially if they were in need. And while preparing for it and thinking about this woman, I remembered an old story. A story which fits in with what we're talking about today as well, although in a slightly different angle than what we'll, how I'll share it this afternoon. It's the story of a child on a beach. And the beach is just full of stranded starfish that have been washed up in a terrible storm. And the child is picking up the starfish one after another and throwing them into the water. And an older gentleman comes along and says, Child, what are you doing? You just, there's no way you can save all these starfish. What you're doing makes no difference. And the child thinks for a moment, picks up another starfish, throws it in the water, and says, It made a difference for that one. We live in a world that is consumed by greed. Make as much money as you can, buy as much stuff as you can. But in the end, what does this life accomplish? I'd argue it accomplishes nothing. Because there's no lasting impact on a life that only looks out for itself. So what about the life that Jesus describes? This is a life that can have a lasting impact. But then you think, well, if everyone's just looking out for themselves, what's the point? How can I, little old me, how can I make a difference? Well, think of the child and the starfish. If we can make the difference in the life of one single person, doesn't that make it worth it? If one less person goes to bed hungry or cold or feeling alone, isn't that worth it? We are Christ's church whether it be Carmen or St. John's or whatever church you call home, we belong to Jesus Christ. We are his church. And Jesus has given us a blueprint on how to live. And we build upon a strong foundation that is Jesus himself. We use the examples Jesus gives us as pillars for our faith to make us upright and strong. We pray, we talk to God, we listen to God. We make disciples. We teach people about Jesus and our God. We help them explore their own faith as they learn more about their Savior. And we serve. We make an actual life-changing difference in the lives of people around us. We feed them. We clothe them. We take care of them. We visit them. We serve them. We have been blessed by God than more by by more than we will may, may ever truly know. So let's use these blessings to bless others. We know there are hungry people and cold people and sick people and lonely people in our town. You can just walk down the street and if you pay attention, you can see it for yourself. So we think, how may we bless them? How might we share what we have with them? 
Well, here in Sydney Mines, there's some good news on the horizon. Souls Harbor Rescue Mission is a Christian organization that operates soup kitchens around the province. They provide meals, they provide companionship for everyone who comes through their doors. And they are coming to Sydney Mines. This winter, possibly even as early as the start of December. And we've met with them, our council and myself, and we've learned that they need help. They will need to partner with organizations in town, and they will need volunteers. They will bring all the experience, they will bring the expertise on running the soup kitchen. They just need the helpers. Now where they're going to work from is still, still being figured out. It's, the final details are coming together. It will be revealed in the coming weeks. But they will definitely be in Sydney Mines. This is a place they have identified as a priority to set up shop and feed people. They want to bless Sydney Mines. They want to serve. And they will need our help. We can make a difference in a single life by simply serving them I think we know just a little bit of food can go a long way in helping someone turn their life around. And we also know that so can a little bit of love. Jesus says, serve one another. Make even a small difference in someone's life. Because when we do it for someone who is in need, we also do it for him. He's pretty clear on this. And if you look at how he lived his life, this is what he did. He made little changes in people's lives that had a lasting impact. This is a pillar of faith and helps build a strong church. When we do these things, when we pray, when we make disciples, when we serve, these are the things that build a strong faith, a strong church. Not physically, of course, but spiritually. It makes our faith strong. And when our faith is strong, by doing these things, the community takes notice and will want to learn more about this God we serve. So I just want to encourage you to be bold, to, be, to, to, to have the courage to be a strong church, wherever you may be, built on the foundation of Jesus Christ and held up by the pillars he has given us to do his work. Thanks be to God for the gift of his love and his service as we seek to follow him. Amen. Let us sing together, we praise you, O God.
as we seek to be God's people in a community in need, we seek to love and serve our neighbors with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength as we love God in the same way. Our offering will now be received. Let us pray together. Lord, you have blessed us abundantly with your love. In our appreciation of the gifts you give, we respond by offering all we have 
In the name of our risen Savior, amen. Please be seated.
Good morning. You know, I, I was having so much fun coloring. <laughs> and then the music was so beautiful, I almost, I got confused about the order of the service. <laughs> the prayers of the people. God of grace, we bring the things that burden our minds this morning. Our neighbors in Lewiston, Maine, are living with grief and fear in the aftermath of a perpetrator of a mass shooting. Ties between the Maritimes and Maine are strong. Some ancestors left Cape Breton to work there and in New England cotton mills generations ago and have gone there since. I know someone. A fellow student at AST lives there with her husband and family. They are safe, and we thank you for that. Even if we have no ties to Lewison, our hearts ache, for we remember what happened at Port-a-Pic. Let the Holy Spirit be with them all, wrapping them in a comforting, healing touch. We pray for wisdom and safety for them all. We pray for our communities of faith and the larger communities of Big Bredore, Sydney Mines, and all the others. Give us the wisdom to pull away when we need to from the media onslaught of tragedy beamed to us from around the world. For you know that we who watch the trauma of others can be traumatized ourselves. But we pray for all of those who suffer in Ukraine, Israel, Gaza, Syria, Lebanon, and too many other places around the world to count. We lift up to you the names we do not know of millions of suffering souls. <coughs> Let us take a moment of silence to lift up other names to you that lift in our hearts. For all those among us who live with secret pain and worry, fear for loved ones with sickness, for our own health, we pray. For all those who feel overwhelmed with responsibilities, we pray. For this fragile earth and all that lives upon it, we pray. We also pray as we were taught together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
Let us sing together our final hymn for the day, The Church's One Foundation. Thank you once again for joining us on this special Sunday here at Carmen. <coughs> Blessings upon you, Ron, and the people of St. John's as you go back to your church next week. Thank you for Ron and Paul Gatchel and the choir and Emma and Paul Jane for the music today. It's just beautiful as always. And we go forward to love and serve as God calls us to love and serve, as Jesus examples us to love and serve. So let us go and love and serve in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God in each and every one of us, now and forever. Amen.